Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com and today I am with Rosie Freshwater, founder and MD of Leapfrog. Tell us how you describe Leapfrog. Uh, Leapfrog is a premium retail focused digital marketing agency. So we operate in the digital stratosphere offering um, the usual range of uh, marketing services across search, social, online PR content. But we also uh, specialise in planning the customer experience as well, which is what we're talking about today. So you have lots of experience in uh, like sort of delivering the perfect customer experience, which is what I want to talk to you today about. Yeah. So let's start off then, Rosie, with uh, let's perhaps define the perfect customer experience, but more importantly, why is it important? Well, the way I would describe what customer experience actually is, it's not just the journey that a retailer's customer might go on when they're deciding to uh, buy and then subsequently buying a product. It's about how that journey makes them feel. Mm. It's, the, it's the consequence of the actions they take. Because we all buy journey. on emotion, don't we, of course? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so in today's very complex consumer environment, actually the retailers that really understand the emotional experience and engagement that their customers want when buying with them are the ones that are going to persuade not only the right kind of customers to buy with them but for them to come back again and again and again. So it's really, really important for a retailer to understand which of those channels and touch points that can occur within a consumer journey is the right one for their customers when buying their particular products and how they can tailor each of those touch points to provide the right emotional experience, which not only gets people to buy from them, but gets people to buy from them again and again. And how can you sort of, how can businesses gather that sort of, from the online world, the sort of various... um, insights, if you like, to help you to achieve the perfect customer experience? There's kind of two main types of data that you need to gather to be able to mash them together to plan what the perfect experience is for your customers. Yeah. Uh, the first is using the data that you get from online to understand what they're actually doing when they buy from you. So most retailers will already be tracking through analytics what people are doing on their site, how much they're buying, um, what their conversion rate is, what their average order value is and the revenue through through their site. But what many don't necessarily have is the 
subsequent uh, transactional analysis once someone has bought for each customer how often they're buying, how recently they have bought, what items they've actually bought, and most importantly, the lifetime value of that customer. Because what that kind of transactional data that you get out the back end of your, of your website does is allows you to start segmenting your customers mm. by different behaviours and different important levels of importance to you as a business. Because on one hand, you've got your customers who are uh, your most high value, so they buy from you regularly, they buy at full price, they have a high average order value and they've bought from you recently. Yes. So that would be your pool of most important customers that you want to make sure you understand. Mm. But then you've probably, as a retailer, got a, another couple of big pots of customers. One that might be new customers, which have bought from you for the first time within the last six months, who might be different people to those that buy from you regularly and have done for ages. And you've got to understand them as a separate set because you need to understand the experience that they want mm. to try and turn them into long-term high-value customers. And then you've got a pool of customers that may not have bought from you for a long time. And it's about understanding their value to you as a retailer and whether it's worth trying to get them to re-engage with you um, to turn them into to active customers again. Now, this kind of segmentation analysis by itself is what you can take from the back end of your website and start to segment, but then what you also need to layer on top of that when yeah. planning what the perfect experience would be for these is to take each of those segments and actually ask them physical questions. Like a questionnaire? Um, yeah. yeah, so you, there's plenty of online tools that you can use to send out an online survey to each pot of customers that you've segmented, mm. asking them questions about their preferred shopping behaviours, what channels they most like to engage on when they're mm. deciding to mm. buy, um, is it social media, would they prefer to be engaged with through an ECRM programme? And it, you actually have to ask those behavioural questions direct and even ask them questions about what they like about other people's websites and why they shop with them instead perhaps so that you can say, right, so I've got my, use my transactional analysis to work out this is my most uh, affluent or high value set of customers mm. and this is the experience they want when shopping, buying the products that I sell from a brand like me. So um, I need to make sure that I am giving that experience because otherwise they will hop off and start shopping elsewhere and they won't keep on buying from me again. And then you've got your pool of new customers and looking at whether the experience they want is slightly different and how you can tailor that mm. to try and get them to turn into the more high value customers. So it's very much using online survey tools mm. and the information you get out the back end of your website and mashing them together to give you the insight that you need to map out what the perfect journey and experience would be for them. Just as a quick side tributary question. Yeah. Um, you mentioned ECRM. What does that stand for? Um, electronic Consumer Relationship Management. Okay. So basically ECRM is a tailored email program. So you've got yeah. CRM, Customer Relationship yes. Management, and E is the version of it online. So um, it is about these days retailers are doing more and more complex ECRM uh, campaigns where they are sending out emails that are not only segmented to different types of customer behaviour but have 
also automated content within them relevant to the products that people have bought before. Sure. So by doing that, they're offering such a tailored experience that it's perfect for each individual customer. They're really boosting the chance of that customer coming back again and again to buy from them because they're getting emails that the retailer knows are about the products they like to buy from them and use the messaging and the language which appeals to them emotionally and personally and when you get that mashed together with the right um, price offer then that's where the magic happens. But there's a certain amount of psychology isn't there? I mean, it all sounds yeah. quite complicated I mean with the segmentation and then sort of asking them questions and things like that and you also mentioned of course that a lot of businesses don't do that second part, that yeah. transactional analysis. What advice would you give to small businesses that are looking to create the perfect customer experiences but perhaps aren't doing that at the moment? What would be a good first step well, ideally, every retailer should try and do some sort of simple transactional analysis of their database and at least split them into people who have bought from them recently or have bought more than once and those that are not worth marketing to anymore because they bought once and they bought a very, very long time ago. Now, most people, without using an outside retail data agency should be able to use the back end of their site to work that kind of thing out. Once they've done that, on the side of the more behavioural understanding, then I always advise as a first step, there's a really simple way that you can uh, get going with this. You set up an online survey to send to your customers where you ask one question. And that question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely are you to recommend us to a friend? And most importantly, after that, why? So you've got, for each pot of customers, however you've segmented it, you've got a set of scores that they've given you mm. on how likely they are to recommend you to a friend, so therefore how likely they are to shop with you again, yeah. and the key reason why. So then what you do is you take those of your lowest value, that low value uh, customer segment, and take the bottom 20% of scores that that segment's given you mm. and look at the reasons why they are not likely to buy from you again and you fix those problems. Okay, so you fix the worst problems first. Fix yes. the worst problems yes. first, then you go to your highest spenders and your most important customers mm. and you find out the top 20% of reasons why they would recommend you and they love shopping with you mm. and do more of that. It sounds a bit like the 80-20 rule in action, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the 20% that will give you 80% of the results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you've got limited budget, I mean, the campaigns that we run for our clients are very complex and they take months to deliver. But as a quick, let's just get going with this and find the worst things and the best things that we can do more of or fix. Just ask that one question to your customers. How likely are they to recommend you? find out the key reasons and just work with those to begin with. And then you'll find usually, once you start fixing those or doing a little bit more of the stuff that really works, mm. you're going to start seeing the benefit of that, which allows you to do the more complex analysis. Sure. Yeah. Now, can we talk about a few case studies? Sure. I'm interested in what sort of difference this can make and also how it might be implemented. Yeah, well, we've done quite a few of these projects this year. I'll just tell you about um, a couple. What we do is we, uh, when we do uh, the larger projects, we take the transactional analysis, which actually comes from a third party. Yes. And then we segment the, uh, the database. We run this full customer insight and then map out the perfect journey for each of those customer segments. Then what we do is we audit 
the current experience that the retailer is offering against those perfect experiences, do the gap analysis, so it's just a bit of a bigger version of what I said before, mm. and map out and prioritise an action plan to start fixing the gaps and, and maximising on the opportunities in terms of delivering the right experience. Now, each campaign that we've done, there has been at least one or two real nuggets of almost no-brainer things to do, which mm. haven't cost hardly any money, which have had a huge impact straight away. And that's been revealed by the transactional analysis, has it? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So for, for one client, we did it for... Um, we made the decision very quickly that they needed to offer free delivery mm. in the UK because that's what their customers really wanted as part of the perfect experience. Sure. And they switched that on and immediately started turning over an extra 100k a month just right. from that one change. What sort of percentage was that? Did, can you remember? Um, I think that's an uplift in about 15%. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, on the flip side of that, also the findings that we've had has helped people to really save money because what this whole thing does is it helps you to really boost your marketing budget by putting it in the right areas. Yes. So for another person we did it for, uh, one of the most interesting things is that they were plowing a lot of money into social media and we realised that this didn't play a part in the perfect experience of their particular customers. How interesting. So they took money out of that and put it into a much better email marketing programme, which is how their customers really wanted to engage with them, yeah. and they immediately saw a double, triple return on that spend than they would have done if they'd kept it in social media. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good way, not only of boosting your revenue, um, but it's also a really good way of getting a much higher return for your marketing budget because you're putting it in the right areas that you know your customers want. Yeah. Now you alluded to something there that I found very interesting, social media, yeah. which can be a bit of a contentious subject. Where do you sit with social media? How important do you think it is? Is it a case of for some you know, instances, some scenarios, it's fantastic and for other scenarios, it's not so good? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It completely depends, and this is why the whole customer experience planning is so important. Mm. Completely depends on the type of person who is your customer and the type of products that they're buying. We found out um, with some of our clients that social media is absolutely not right for them. Yeah. We found out for some of them that social media is perfect for a particular segment, and so they have completely tailored the social media experience to the type of people that sit within that segment, mm. and it started working really well for them. Or there are some brands where it's absolutely important but only after purchase maybe yeah. not important when people are deciding to buy with them for the first time but once they've made that decision to buy they really want to go back and engage uh, on an ongoing way through social media so it absolutely depends and that's why it's so important to understand not only who your customers are but what their personal values are what drives them in life and how they want to engage with you through what types of content which the insight does, yes. so that you can make sure you're only using the right channels, which is actually going to work yeah. for your customers. It's all to do with fine-tuning the process, really, isn't yeah. it? Which is what we see a lot of on uh, sort of online marketing, where we're sort of measuring and tweaking and, yeah. and constantly adjusting. Now, you mentioned um, in your in your example what can happen. I mean, is that fairly representative? This sort of the sort of uplift you were talking about. How much impact can it make by sort of tweaking your your best customer experience? Again, it absolutely depends on yeah. the type of retailer that you are, but I see no reason why you couldn't get an additional 30 to 40% yeah. return on your marketing budget by just spending a bit of time up front in working out 
where the right places are to spend that and to yeah. deliver that experience. And the brilliant thing about it is that you're not just getting that initial return on revenue, but what it does is it makes that revenue much more profitable because if you are providing the right experience, that means your revenue is made up of the right customers who mm. are spending at full price and spending again and again with you you're going to get far more return on your investment to acquire that customer uh, because it's a lot cheaper to keep selling to the same people yes. instead of keep acquiring new customers. Absolutely. And what it also does is it allows you to... Sh- you can start planning to take market share off others because you know if you increase your retention rate, they're not going and buying from your competitors. So it, customer experience isn't just about growing revenue because a really good digital marketing campaign will do that by itself, yeah. but it's growing profitable, sustainable revenue and growing market share. Well, you've given us some great information there. I think hopefully a lot of our listeners who are you know, other smaller businesses will find it really useful. So Rosie Freshwater, CEO and founder of Leapfrog in Brighton. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice comment or question, and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.